Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Oh, welcome. Doesn't start, though, with an H. Hmm? not start with H. 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 That was our letter for Alpha H. Bucks. H. Did you know that, uh, Ro, that most wasabi, do you know this fact? Mind blowing. Most wasabi that you get in sushi trains. In, in fact, Australia. In the, Australia. Yeah, the majority, I'd say 95 to almost 99% of it is just horseradish dyed green. Yeah, it's not wasabi because you have to get the actual plant. It goes off super quick, but it's not fresh. When I said, have you heard that? Oh, man, that's impressive. Did you know that? I did know that. Didn't sound like you knew that because when you say the fact, you didn't say it like that. I did not know why. You told me it was for prices. Mm, That too. Well, the wasabi plant's hugely expensive. expensive. They do sell it in uh, Japan, like wasabi correctly, but Mm. uh, apparently they don't have um, sushi. Like, not, you don't really have sushi over there. Not that's, the same. That's not right. Well, well it's okay. like when you go to Mexico, like Scotty and I were in Mexico. And we <laughs> tacos, to tacos, like, tacos, tacos, yeah, tacos, we're like, tacos. We'll just get tacos. Uh, so, tacos are not on the menu. Mm. They don't have it the same way. Well, hey, welcome to the pod. Thanks for downloading. Indians eat curry. Yes, they do. Yes. Mm. And we met a lovely man that was telling us that he, uh, like, kids will have curries uh, as babies. Mm. Like, mm. A, not, a, not a hot version of it, but they'll have it. And he was saying that he's. Lived here for uh, 10 years hmm. and had to go back over to India <laughs> and he couldn't handle the hot stuff and he couldn't tell his friends. He's like, like, you know how like it's kind of like you always joke about you've lost your accent and you sound like Australian. But for him it was, yeah, a bit of embarrassment because he's like, oh, please don't do a Hindu. Wow. Lost his a, game. A, a vindaloo. Sorry. I love me a vindaloo. Indian hot. Would you, have a, would you have a, an Indian version of hot or Australian version of hot? I ask oh. the restaurants for Indian hot. Do you? Hot. Mm. I can't oh. even do I can't even do mild. I always get really? like I go like nope, none. Really? There's a good um I think it's moved now. It used to be at the the Gabba, a mm. good um Indian mm. supermarket. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, you should right. go there because mm. apparently they're mm. they're chilies. It makes my mouth water just talking about curries. I love them. Mm. Mm. We were just saying yesterday how much we love the curries from downstairs at Coles. Yeah. The yeah. part was it called Pathway to India? Yeah. Yum. Mm. Passage. Oh, passage. Yeah, passage. Passage to India, and then they've got the other version, Passage to Asia. Asia. Yeah. You get oh. some naan bread, some papa dums. Passage to Wynnum. Go I get like a kebab. Marion's, though. Marion's so is Marian good, Marion used to be on MasterChef. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, she and has her she, own packet. Packets. Yes, they are. Do you know what I like? I don't think many people do. You know that chili pickle you get from the Indian restaurants? Oh, so good. The chili pickle? Mm. The chickle? It's pill, uh, ch- chili, pickled chilies. <laughs> it's like a chutney. It's delicious. Oh, yum. Mm. I'm hungry. Let's go. Here's the pot. Also, I, I filled in today, so thanks for... Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, what do you want said, introduction? No, no. I should have just said that if, if you hear me again, I mm. here I am. Mm. I just spoke like I was on the show. Poor Maddie. Poor Maddie. Poor Maddie. Who has been uh, filling in? Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. I think he's back Maddie. tomorrow. He mm. should be. Apparently, he's here. He, he would have done all the TikToks or in his drafts. He's going to have to come to work. Mm. Yeah. I'll say it to his face, too. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. For all your industrial supplies, go to Alma. Just on the M1 at the Yatla South exit. Oh, g'day. It's Trady Chat Tuesday. Well, his favourite place is Bunnings. His favourite movie is Cool Runnings. He's pretty bloody cunning <laughs> and he thinks his wife is stunning. It's oh. time to head to Abby's house and Scotty to Hottie for Trady Chat Tuesday. Hey. Hey, morning, guys. How are we? Good. I'm not oh, sure if that is your, your favourite movie. Um, but I, yeah, thanks. Cool yeah. 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 It come from Jamaica. Don't do the accent. Don't do the accent. No, he likes The Crow. Oh. Oh, I love The Crow. So, Scotty, like a couple of times oh, a year, yeah. will watch The Crow. Mm, great movie. Yeah, you're going to set the DVD up downstairs, honey, because uh, I haven't watched it in a while. That is not a lie, guys. We have a DVD player because Scotty got... Yep. 
at so- the roadside tip. He got these all these DVDs. Oh. I made him give them away. Oh, that was VHS, babe. VHS, oh. all right. Oh, okay, so wow. And then I, I made him give them away, and then they were like collectibles. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, devastated. Yet again, wife just pulled a knife out of me back again. Yeah. <laughs> You owe an apology to all uh, people out there, I think, um, because... Yeah. A bit of karma's gone back to bite me, I think, people. What's mm-hmm. happened, Scotty? Mm-hmm. So tradies are renowned for... Hey, who's that other handsome... Oh, who's that other that's handsome nice to hear you in my ears. This is good. Why is it sounds like a handsome bloke, that I know one. you love Rose. Maybe, maybe we need yeah. to take this phone call privately, Scotty. Rose, feel <laughs> You guys can text each other. You don't we need should. to text I don't know. Why. I don't know why we don't. It's always nice when I put an Instagram photo up and a week later I get a... Get up from Great pick, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. That's basically on the back of what I'm about to talk about, Rowie. Um, oh, really? My, yeah, yeah. Look, uh, my inadequate way of getting back to people when and uh, when you need someone to get back to you. So, uh, doing the crossover into the house and uh, a flyover roof. Sorry, I've organised a couple of um, you know lovely roofers out there and. Yeah, look, I can't seem to get anyone to come around. They kind of commit, and then they don't, and then uh, I ring them and text them, and I don't get nothing back. Mm. Mm. And who does that sound like to you, if you had to really... Sounds like me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, a bit of karma. I always say, like, make sure you communicate with clients. Like, Mm. if you're you're busy on a job Mm. and you're going to be heard up for another day, like, like, make them know. But they have to text them a few times to find out. Right. And I think a lot of tradies do it because you're just busy. Mm. But now it is, it's become hilarious because every trader he calls, like Roofer, they never call him back or they're supposed to come. And I said, have you <laughs> organised one? He goes, yeah, yeah, I've organised one. So then, right, he's mm. organised a Roofer. And I said, mm. that's great because the rain is coming. And he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's looking at the weather thing. So rather than get a Roofer to commit and come... He went and bought a tarp. Ah, p- p- classic. Yeah, yep. that makes Still sense. Still need a tarp. Yeah. Yeah. You need, you need, everyone needs a tarp. Everyone needs a tarp. You need yeah. a tarp. So you, well, you, have a, get tarp, you don't mate. have a tarp. I have three tarps. For what? D- whatever you need one. Even I've got a tarp, mate. Yeah, I don't need anything. <laughs> Every yeah, man has to have a tarp. Your, yeah. yeah you throw it over your car or everything. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything, yeah. Sand pit. Hide yep. goodies under there. Um, you know, Rowie probably throws it over his fake plants out the back. <laughs> yeah, he totally. did like your fake plants. Yeah, thank yeah. you, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I've had a real golden. So well, I'm, I'm confused, though, so, because so, what roof? Because your house has a roof. No, when he said a flyover, he should have explained that. Um, it's a walkway to oh, the, the house. Walkway yeah, continues I, the walkway continues the saga. He was yeah. using technical terms. Covered so, walkway for my yeah. beautiful wife so her toes don't get wet. Not my toes, mate. It's also my head, and I slip because it's slippery. So when you call out when we have someone coming to our house, just sue the builder, mate. (laughs) (laughs) That would be uh, self-defeating, I think. uh, Hey, I got all his money, and now we're broke. Uh, Every time someone comes to our house, he yells out, "Going, careful, it gets slippery." I'm like, why don't you just build it undercover? But yeah, so no roofies. Uh, It's uh, the decking, you know. The decking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, decking. So apologise level. Anyone you have never called back because you're shocking on a phone. All right, I'll start now. Cindy, Sue, Jeff, <laughs> Bill, <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Abby, you were talking uh, yesterday about something that surprised me. Um, you've uh, you've got your dog addicted. No, your I haven't. Your I want to ask. No, no, they're about to be a junkie. Um, I want to ask, has anyone put their dog mm. on medication? Because it's a, it's a thing now. So our uh, puppy dog is, we got her before we were married. Um, Not sure you can married. say puppy dog. 
I still say puppy dog because she seems Imagine. like a puppy dog. She actually, puppy dog. She'll, she'll jump around. She forgets her age. And um, we, I, I never put her on medication because. She can't use a syringe. <laughs> laughable now. <laughs> no, she can't. Because I didn't want it to affect her liver. Okay. So I thought, you know, it's not good yeah. to put long term and, you know, get the addiction. I don't mm. want to change her personality. So I never put her on medication. And then mm. when I, she had a bad leg because she fell down. Um, and she is, she's so old. She's 15 years of age. Wow. And she's got cataracts. I won't do operation because she's too old for it. And they don't really want to put her under at her age. Mm. And I, <laughs> and I went there and I said, oh, she's in a bit of a, pa- like, a bit of pain. She, can we have painkillers? I said, because I, I just don't want to affect her liver or anything like that. And yeah. look, they look at me and I was like, Probably won't matter now. We'll let, they're like, no, she can do whatever she wants. So all oh. the food that we banned, because like you know, all the fatty cut off of the meat, mm. she's getting that now. Getting it's the time fat. to live. Yeah, live, live it up. Go oh, yeah. and do it. I, I can't wait to. I'm doing the same thing when I'm that age. Oh, what I, I said to my nana, I was like, why do you not like drink and have fun? She goes, you can't stomach it. I was like, that is just sad. Mm. It's oh. really sad. But then I'm. She barks when we go in the pool, and it is an issue. Because it's annoying for the neighbours. It's annoying for us. Doesn't like you guys swimming. No. She gets distressed when Scotty and I go in there. And she's okay if you spray her with a water gun. So we have to get this big water gun and spray her because she tries to chase the water. Oh, yes. So you have to do that the whole time you're in the pool. But someone said to me, why don't you put her on, like, Valium? Oh, oh, Valium Valium. Or Prozac. Like human Valium? I think it's the same. it's it's not the same. It's doggy Valium? It has to be doggy. Dog the dog zack. Dog zack. They're going dog zack. <laughs> Pup People sack. are doing it, and they're saying that people bought so many dogs during the pandemic mm. that they were home as well. So then when they go out, and it's going to be a big thing in Sydney. When they leave, they get separation oh, anxiety. That will happen. That will, okay. that will really happen in Sydney. Yeah. So yeah. they're going to say that uh, you got to get in early here because all the dog drugs are going to be going to Sydney. Oh, the dog. They've got to go down the New South Wales. Imagine, Would you ever be put bad. your dog on medication? Nah. Well, I mean, yeah, if, if he like was hurt and he needed painkillers, but I'm not getting him that. Our old producer... Um, her dog has had medication. Mm, mm-hmm. Sometimes I think it has like a Prozac. How do you know if your dog's depressed? I don't. I don't it won't lick itself. I mean, if you, if you can lick yourself and you're not licking yourself, it's obviously an issue. Because you would if you could. Yeah, oh, I know you have dreams, Stav, and one day. <laughs> just doesn't, um, just don't get down there. I mean, you know, you just you, you do what's best for your dog, I guess. But, I mean, Gus is a very happy dog. Yeah. You know, but he, in the old, like when it's older, when he's elderly. Mm. You would give him something if, he, if the vet said that he needed it. I would. Yeah. Would you? You'd, would you have a nibble on, on, a on the on the process? <laughs> yeah. My it's my old man. I'm sure my doctor would give me anything I need. He'd be like, Abby, you need whatever you can. Yeah. Our family dog lived until he was 15. But he was a big sh- like big one, yeah. Smithfield Gold Retriever. Dad did everything to keep Buff alive. Mm-hmm. Whenever yeah. he could, cooked his own meals, made made See, it ratio. I don't want to get I don't want to get to a stage where I'm keeping her alive for, for longer you. than she needs for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the vet said the the biggest thing is appetite. Yeah. So once she loses her appetite, that's when you know that it's getting towards the end. But mm-hmm. she still eats heaps. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know if it changes their personality. Mm-hmm. Thirteen, ten, sixty. Is your dog on meds? Maybe you've got a cat as well. Oh, cats be on something. Friend of mine. <laughs> why would, cat, why would cat, would you? Oh, that was looking at you funny. I reckon all cats are on something. It's that catnip. You ever seen a cat on catnip? Oh, yeah, cat on catnip. Sitting down there. Yeah. Yeah. And their, their mouth's frothing and they're like... What's a catnip? Catnip. It's like, it's like, um, it's like gin for cats. They oh, love it. Gin, yeah. gin times everything else yeah. under the sun. Cats Co- are just lying their back. And just, uh, yeah. Koalas are generally um, drunk. From the eucalyptus. Mm. Oh, they really? Yeah, yeah that's they, why they're they so sleepy. They fall sleepy. out of trees and stuff. Wow. They yeah. fall out of trees. They fall out of trees sometimes. Fall out of trees. Oh, you have a Drop theirs. You have yeah. one job, Koala. <laughs> <laughs> Sit in a tree and eat eucalyptus. A friend of mine took their dog to a chiropractor. 
Oh my god! So oh, they had to sit much. outside while their dog got the treatment. I was like, yeah. but then you don't know if it's actually getting. Yeah, they're, they're just patting. They'd, they'd be dog everything, wouldn't they? They'd be dog acupuncture. Yeah. Yeah. Dog hypno, dog hypnotist, dog hypnotist. And Taylor and Germside, is your dog on drugs? Yeah, mate. My dog's oh, it's a million dollar dog. Um, the amount of uh, stuff we've had to do for it over the seven years, but the main one is she gets scared of loud noises and storms, mm. and she would get to the point where she would hide behind, like, the TV, for example, and nearly knock the TV off. Yeah. And uh, so every time a storm's coming, give her, like, a mild anxiety. And she's like, what storm? Don't even know there's one here. Mm-hmm. And she's just happy and sits on her bed. And uh, it's a real uh, saver, really. That's crazy. Taylor, you'd be annoyed because you know how we always say there's, like, some storms that have no warnings and the other ones we get all the warnings the in the world and then coming, they don't the actually go through with it. <laughs> mm. I don't think she minds. She might get a good trip out of it. So, yeah. <laughs> Do you have to go to a special person or is it just like the vet? Yeah, no, we, like I said, Million Dollar Dog, she's had a lot of problems over the years mm. and she's a little bit, you know, the blue wire goes to the red wire in the head. Right. So yeah. um, she has um, been diagnosed with some stuff. So okay. unfortunately, it was the short straw with her. But oh well, we love her anyway. Yeah. I think yeah. We were lucky with um, with Gus, and they say this because uh, when we had him at our house quite early on, there were a few storms. Yep. Uh, and so they, if they're not exposed to it as puppies, they get nervous as, as adults. So yeah, you sort of need it, don't you? Yeah. 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 Tui and Ipswich. Tui, your dog doing drugs. Hi, I'm not, yes, he, she is, but I work with animals and I just wanted to let you know that a lot of the medication that um, animals are on are actually human medications like um, the same thing as Prozac or Valium. It's actually just human medication. We just change the dose rate for the animals. Right. Because, oh. oh. Tui, this is a, a bit of a different one, but if you work with animals, we I used to have a pet duck. And she used to eat like toadstools. And, yeah, no, she used to eat like um, toadstools that you, you wouldn't be able to consume as a uh, human. I'll, I'll be honest with you, Tui. In Adelaide, when I was growing up, it was legal to grow um, a marijuana. Right. Yeah. And she, was your duck on dope? She ate that and there was no effect. <laughs> so they must be able to have like different animals will be able to tolerate different food. Yeah, they can metabolize different things, you know, like dogs can't have chocolate and that mm. sort of thing. Um, they're different metabolisms. But there, there are, like, the veterinarians can run blood tests, so, you know, the kidney and liver are all running yeah. well yeah. Um, before the medication. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and any veterinarian should be able to help with behavioral medication. Like, my dog's on three different behavioral medications for storms. Right. Yeah. Um, but we've had blood tests first and making sure her system's okay and, and giving the drugs is better than letting her stress from the Yeah, get stress, yeah, because I've never thought about it. And is it like humans, though, where they could become addicted to it or, or the opposite way, build up a tolerance to it and need higher doses like that, the same as a human yeah. would? Yeah, you can definitely build up to- they can definitely build up tolerances to it. The addiction part of it, I'm not too sure. Mm. Mm. Um, her but dog has never like, told her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's like Valium, as an example, like it's a good kind of med- um, memory block. So for pre-storm, it can help them kind oh. of forget that it happened. Okay. Um, and there's different medication you can give. Like if you know a storm's coming in the morning, um, the night before you could give something, or if you know something's coming only in half an hour's time, then there's different medication you would use. Um, yeah. Well, there you go. It's right. a new okay. world. I've never thought about it. Mm. Yeah. BJ in Ipswich. Um, dogs and pets on drugs. What do you got? Morning, guys. How you going? Good. Same medication. Dogs on drugs. Um, dogs on drugs. <laughs> dogs on drugs. <laughs> So I've, uh, I've, I've got four myself, mm-hmm. um, 
Abby, our oldest, is somewhat like yours, where she's, you know, a bit of bit of an oldie. She's yep. like 14, just on 15. Mm-hmm. Um, Blue Healer Kelpie, she used to get a steroid injection every couple of months for her arthritis. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, and she was also on an actual pain medication. Yep. But we discovered that um, there's a CBD oil you can get for dogs. Oh, and, wow. um, that yeah. has made a massive difference. Right. She's actually gone back to being like an actual pup. Mm. Well, that's good. It'll probably be cheaper as well and not as many side effects. 100%. Yeah, but all the munchies you've got to buy. <laughs> yeah, the price increased a bit. Yeah. Thanks for taking this so seriously. <laughs> all, all the Quentin Tarantino movie uh, marathons as well. It's I'm going to try this. You're going to try puppy pot? Yeah. No, no, I'm going to try taking my dog. I just never thought of medication for her to solve her issues. Yeah, there you go. Dogs yeah. on drugs. Yes, indeed. It's a thing. <laughs> hey, nice. Maybe skip some of that. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Oh. Today we're talking Dolphin. It is game on in Brisbane. An announcement expected within days on another NRL team for the state. Redcliffe will be announced as Brisbane's second team. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, the Redcliffe Dolphins. I'm really excited about this. The Mm. 17th team, and there haven't been one added into the NRL um, for for many, many years. There was a few going for it. It hasn't officially been announced, so it's a bit cruel to the others when they keep saying it's going to happen. A friend of mine went to one of the the games there on Friday night, though, and was like, the pitch was unbelievable. Mm. Yeah, they apparently have loads of coins. I think it was reported that big $70 million powerhouse. Mm, right. Okay. Yeah. Worth of assets. What is that? Like the club room? Oh, they must. Well, yeah, well, they must have the club room there. Yeah, yeah. The pitch, like you said, is enormous and really nice. Yeah. I was talking to a friend the other day at work. Um, Bartley was telling me about, and I was like, why, why isn't it Wynnum? And he was like, mm. oh, mate. The dolphins yeah. are just a well-oiled machine. Well, Mortar Bay region is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's so many different suburbs that are um, involved with it. But I think I'm just excited. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to make the switch. But I'm saying, like, for, for for a lot of people out there that are diehard Broncos fans, but mm. maybe they live that area and they also support the dolphins. Mm. Um, before they make it into an NRL team, it will be interesting to know whether they're going to switch. But you weren't happy. We, we were both not happy with the name, the Dolphins. The Dolphins? I don't know. I w- well, they're saying they're not going to do Redcliffe. They'll they'll keep the Dolphin. Mm, I just yes. didn't know if Dolphin was a real. I mean, out of that and Firehawks, I know what I'm picking. Yeah, but see, Dolphins are sneaky. Dolphins are actually pretty vicious. Like Sorry, they... I shouldn't have said pack. I got corrected. Pod. Pod. Yeah, pod, pod, mate. pod yeah. Here come the pod on the on the on the field. Pod on. Um, they are one of the only animals that um, hunt and toy with their food just to, for funsies. Oh, they no. also can kill great white sharks. A myth or true? No, that's true. They swim really fast and then they bunt into them uh, with oh. their fins. Oh, really? Yes, they do. Yes. They're also one of the only other creatures besides humans that have sex for pleasure. Do you have any NRL facts, or is it just about the actual mascot? Dolphins will also spend their day blowing uh, bubbles with their um, snouts and playing with them. They're like the original vape tricks. Would they do uh, (laughs) the dolphins? Would they do the dolphins, like Morton Bay dolphins? Yes. Well, I read that it would be like, yeah, Redcliffe to the dolphins would be like Red Hill for the Broncos. Yeah, all right. Mm. Yeah, it'd be so great. Drop the road cliff, Hand out free cans of tuna at the game. <laughs> Stop! You're what? really focusing on the mascot. Yeah, I always do. You know how I pick my teams who're going to win. Mm. It depends on that if that animal can beat that animal. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> you know, so yeah. the sharks would beat the rabbitos. So you would have went for the eels against who? The panthers. 
No, a panther would beat an eel hands down. Roll an eel. Oh no, what's a rabbitos? That's a bunny. They're bunny. Rabbit. That was this there. Those dolphins mm. are going to. So is that why they yeah. lost? No, 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 no. Yeah, that's why they lost. That's why the Broncos always get beaten by the Cowboys. What's a cowboy do? Sits on right, top of Bronco. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. There's method to the madness. Yeah. Uh, but about yeah. that, they have tipped that Wayne Bennett, who is uh, had left the Broncos, mm-hmm. and I think he's been a bit bitter about it because mm. in all these announcements, he's given a bit of shade to the Broncos. Mm. But um, he, of course, is coaching at the moment for the Rabbitohs, mm-hmm. and he's tipped to come up here. So after his loss for the grand final, one reporter, you can hear her trying to be like, oh, no, no, that's not what I meant, because mm. she said to him, is this is this it for you? Like, is this you retiring? Right. And he was not happy with that. I wasn't looking for a fairy tale ending. I'm not finished yet. I haven't told anyone I've retired from coaching. It's understood Bennett is close to signing with Redcliffe, who this month will be mm. announced as Brisbane's second team. Well, there you go. Do you reckon they'll do what they did in Ace Ventura and um, give a dolphin the jersey and teach it how to kick a field goal? Because that'd be sweet. Have it at the end. <laughs> Why you look at me like that? Just hops on. Yeah, it's in a tank. It's in a tank. They feed it. Boom! Yeah. Woo! Now, there's wow, a few campaigners against that. I don't think they will be, <laughs> to be completely honest. Well, I'm no, I'm out. looking forward to it. So it's going to be uh, 2023. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, aligned to anyone. Are we going to get founding memberships, are we? Totally. Well, yes, absolutely. We're all getting jerseys. We're doing it. Okay. We're all getting the kit. So I'm Brisbane Lions. What colour are they? Red? Is, Black? The red and white. Dolphins. Red and white. No, the... Oh, that's the swan's colour. I don't know if I can get behind them. Oh, okay. Is that well, that was quick? Haven't even been announced, but no, no. no go, sorry, go the dolphins. Are they going to be called the dolphins or porpoise? <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. A decade ago, Terea Pitt was running an ultra marathon through the Kimberley when a grass fire would cause burns to 65% of her body. She fought an incredible battle just to survive. Her story of survival is heartbreaking, hugely inspirational and full of love. Ten years on, she's a mother, author and running more than ever. Uh, yeah, joining us this morning, a woman who is a household name and uh, apparently we're all going to start running with her. Yes, Abby's, Abby's trying to get everyone on board. <laughs> Taria Pitt joins us this morning. Good morning. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, anytime. So this is an awesome program. Um, it is, um, I guess, mainly designed for mums and I like to have a lot of excuses of me not being able to run, but that's what I feel <laughs> a bit like, I can't really have any with you, can I? <laughs> well, look, I think it depends, right? Like, some people just aren't into the idea of running. But I think for a lot of people and for a lot of mums, they always put their kids first. They never make time for themselves. They find it really hard to prioritise themselves in their lives. And so that's why I think running can be a really good fitness activity for you to undertake. And I think the thing that I like about the program is I always feel really self-conscious when I'm going to a gym or whether somewhere where there's a lot of like, you know, those fit, attractive, spunky people. And so I think the cool thing about this program is that we're all... Mums, we're all really busy. We've all got kids and we've all got each other's back. And so it's a really supportive and encouraging group. And so really, I believe that anyone can run. They just need the the right program and I guess the right guidance. I was looking at some of your videos. I follow you online and looking at your videos of you uh, promoting this and talking about how you've experienced having two babies and obviously going back to running, but also the first time after the tragedy um, when you were 24 years of age and them saying that you're never going to be able to run again after the, the grass fire. And watching those videos of you, I, I guess, beating those odds, what was it like to get back to, to actually being able to run for the first time? It's always so hard to describe that 10-year journey, right, in a couple of minutes. 
But I think for me, because I was always a fit, active young person, it just came really naturally to me. But after I was burnt, I had to relearn everything. I had to relearn how to talk, how to walk Mm. and how to run again. So I think I've really got a good understanding of what it's like to be really, really new at something and to have no fitness levels and to have no confidence at all. That's a really good element that I've introduced in the program. And for me... Once I was able to run again, once I was able to do some exercise again, um, it was a really good way for me to, to clear my head, to reset how I was feeling. If I was angry or upset or I was stressed, I would go for a run and I would come back home feeling calmer and more capable and more confident within myself. So for me, running... Um, Probably sounds a bit extreme, but I really think it's been a lifesaver. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's hugely, um, hugely good for your mental health, I think, running. Totally. You get that endorphin hit, you get a bit of fresh air, a bit of sunrise, you push through when things get tough. It, it teaches you so much about yourself. There was that guy um, in Adelaide just recently who used his Strava app on his cycling map to do the album cover from Nirvana. Do you ever, like, draw anything out when you go for a run? You do like... <laughs> Look, no, I'm not that creative. I'm not that creative. I just put on like a playlist and then go for a run. And I think when you're a mum, if you've got a spare 30 minutes of time, um, you don't want to be mucking around, (laughs) curing the right playlist, making sure you've got your headphones, making sure your socks match. You just, you know, leave the kids and out the door. Yeah. Yeah, my wife does that. She says she's going for a run, but sometimes I think maybe she just runs around to the park and then sits there in the silence to get away from me and the children. (laughs) I'm not judging. That sounds like a lovely thing to do. I I don't blame her. I don't blame her. Yeah, because she's heard you. I was going to say, we we haven't met, (laughs) Tria. I don't know what you're talking about there. Hey, well, you've also got a podcast as well uh, on our listener app as well that we can get onto where you interview a whole heap of people. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's called To Read Peter's Hard Work and I guess I'm just interviewing people who've done really hard things to figure out what we can all learn from them. So, I, you know, I've interviewed Charlie Teo, who's a really famous brain surgeon in Australia, um, Curtis McGrath. You know, he was a soldier in Afghanistan. He got his legs blown off and he just competed in the Paralympics and he won. You know, I just want to learn about people who've done hard things, whether it was something that they chose or something that was thrust upon them, to kind of draw out lessons that we can apply to our own lives. Well, um, you can get on Listener, have a look at that one. Plus, you've got your website where you're taking enrolments right now for your run with Taria. Uh, it's tariapitt.com slash run. Uh, lovely to talk to you this morning. Thanks for calling through. Yeah, thanks so much for your time, guys. I hope you have a good day. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I, I am good at keeping secrets, I promise. Mm-hmm. But the one that I keep seeing, I, I stuff up with surprise parties. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Once our uh, old producer, Minnie, um, I gave her a call and I said, Hey, hon, I was just wondering, like, I'm, I'm not going to drink, so I was wondering, do you want me to pick you up on the way to the party? And she said, whose party? I said, your party. Really? And then I just went... Oh, dear. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Mm. I ruined that, didn't I? And she goes, yep, you did. Yep, you did. Uh, She never forgave me for that. No, she didn't. She brings that all the time. But I was like, hey... Your friends have gone to a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they have. Well, <laughs> it's like they haven't. How's your acting? Is there any chance you could do me a solid mm. act? 
just act. Yes. I won't say anything, you do it. And she did a wonderful job. And I th- thought about it because on the weekend I went to a surprise party. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sue Clark um, had her beautiful surprise party and everyone wanted to know, does she know? Mm. Does she know? Oh, yeah. Did her did a hubby organise it? Because a hubby organised she knew. And the, the, her friends had decided that if she was dressed up, and she was wearing heels over a certain height. That she would have known. She knew. Right. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, well, if that's the case, you still need to go along with it because you don't want to ruin it for anyone. Mm. That's true. Mm. 13, 10, 60. Did your surprise party get ruined? Or maybe you were the person that ruined it, but they still carried on. Because I would have to look in the mirror and do the whole, oh, my God. You'd have to practice. I think so. <laughs> I didn't know that you guys had flown my friends up. Like, that was an honest no. reaction. I had no idea. Yeah. But you also hate surprises. Oh, I like surprises if I know before and then I can lie. <laughs> like, the a, you definition know, of a surprise. Yeah, if I find a present that I know is for my birthday, I'll unwrap it and then wrap it back up. <laughs> really? Do would, you, you, would you have the temptation? Like, temptations there? Would you ignore it? Uh, for the wrapping a present, I just know that my mother was so good at wrapping presents. No. I just know that. No, you I'd steam be no it. Good. So you get How's a. This? Uh, I've never heard of steaming it. Yeah, oh, you've never you heard haven't? of steaming it. Yeah. So you no. get like over a kettle, and then at the yeah. end of the boil, you would put it over there, and it would get the sticky tape off. So then you would be able to do it. You don't want to do it too much because you don't want the paper to go. Yeah, I was gonna say, wow, what about paper? That works unless it's a kitten. <laughs> it also works if you have like a letter. Letter envelopes. Oh, yeah, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, yeah, which is illegal. Yeah, but 131060, did you know you were having a surprise party? Who ruined it? Surprise. 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 Surprise parties. Has it been ruined? So, Georgia, make Abby feel better about herself. Have you ruined someone's surprise party? Yes, and I had to do it. So, something about my mum, she's a massive party planner, Mm. and it was her birthday, and I knew no one was going to do anything. I'm an only child, so I was like, I'm going to throw a surprise party. I invited all of her friends, but then she decided she wanted to have a party and she was sad. All of her friends kept saying no, <laughs> and she was sad for days. She was moping around and really upset about it, so I just had to pity tell her. Oh, you pity tell oh. her. Oh. So did she still so <laughs> act surprised when she walked into the room? Terribly. Like, it was so obvious she knew, and she was so upset. She, she was so upset I told her, but I was like, I had to tell you. You were sad for days. Mm. Mm. And she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're all here. <laughs> she was so happy I planned it. She thought it was so nice, but she was so disappointed I told her. I was like, what did you expect? Well, did, you had to, yeah. <laughs> we organised a surprise party for Stav. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a friend of his told him because she said that he didn't want a surprise party. Which That's was sucks. true. Yeah, but you would have liked it when you were there. I would have loved your reaction of just you like, and then it would have been. Yes, that that. is it. Like, oh, God, guys. No, I didn't want to. Oh, Dan, my friend. Oh, good to see you, mate. But you know, oh, guys. So angry at you. Why am I constipated? No, I didn't. (laughs) We had like all uh, ping ping pong, like all those. um, No, no, no. no, The uh, the big games where you. Beer pong. No. Pinball. Pinball. Pin- pin- uh, we're going to yeah. have pinball Arcades. competitions and gotcha. arcade games. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Sounds like a hoot. Oh, Victoria. Is that, is that not you? Is that not you? What would have you wanted? I think that would nothing. be... Nothing. That's what I wanted. Nothing. Remember? That's what I said. I wanted nothing. And what did I get? Oh, you'd love a party, mate. I love someone else's party. I don't like my party. Oh, so we could have had like a... Friend circles mingling. It's a nightmare. Guide it wasn't that yeah. many friends. It would have been fine. That's, that's enough. Six mates playing pinball. <laughs> Victoria, in Eagle Bay, what was the surprise party that got ruined? So I organised a surprise party for my partner's 22nd birthday. Mm. Um, and I ended up having to tell him about it because there's a bit of conflict between friends. Um, however, one of his best friends 
was absolutely invested into it. Uh, so I just didn't tell anyone else involved in the party that it was, like, known. Um, and he ended up going to Kingston Park Raceway uh, before the party. Right. And afterwards, his best friend still... Um, invested in it and took him away to make sure he wouldn't know that everyone was rocking up <laughs> nice. to my house. Mm-hmm. Um, and then was still invested at the party and we didn't tell him until afterwards that it was a full lie. <laughs> so it was more of a surprise for your friend, really, yeah. to find out that it yeah. wasn't a surprise anymore. And how was your uh, boyfriend's reaction? Was it good? Um, I told him that he didn't have to act if he didn't want to, but he rocked up and he was like, oh, wow. <laughs> he was <laughs> wearing lots of heels too, so everyone ever. knew. Everyone knew that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there you go. Surprise surprise. You want to do a surprise for him. Stab over here, don't you? Yeah, I really want to. <laughs> Maybe we can make it my party, but we just surprise you. Why don't we, do, we won't do it a birthday. We'll do another event for him. Okay, we'll do like a surprise. We're here. I'm in the room, guys. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Dr. Chris Brown. The doctor is obsessed with me. Dr. Chris Brown. Yeah, the Doghouse Australia premieres tonight, 7.30 on Channel 10. Dr. Chris Brown is part of the show. Good morning. Oh, good morning. How are you going? We're good. So this show is all about finding, um, I guess, uh, (laughs) dogs there forever home. Correct. Yeah, and look, it's for a lot of these dogs too. They're all they're all shelter dogs. They they need a little uh, a little break in their life, and uh, and this is kind of the first time that things are on their terms. They get to make the choice. We people come in looking to adopt. They might have an idea about what sort of dog or breed or size of dog they're, they're after. But our matchmakers, who who are all about <laughs> pairing these dogs with the right people, may have other ideas and may see see, see something in them that. Um, that they think will click with with a completely unexpected type of dog, and and so they get paired up, and we get to have a front row seat to see if it, if it works or if it's um if it's a miss. Um, but yeah, it, it's unexpected. A lot, a lot of these um these matches, and and kind of reminds you the fact that uh, you know we shouldn't probably judge dogs in a superficial way. In the same way, we shouldn't. You know, if the bachelor's taught us anything, it's the fact you shouldn't judge people people around how they look. With there's a lot more going on underneath the surface. Only you can bring a dog show back to uh, the bachelor. That's quite in, uh, impressive. And we just hope the experts are better than married at first sight. If you're pairing them I'll up, tell with. you what, there are some disturbing similarities back to the bachelor <laughs> and married at first sight in in uh, in this show. But but it's my god, it's it's wholesome. It's, mm. it's you are, it's, uh, it's joyous. It's yeah, lovely. It's a lovely show. Um, me and my wife watched the, uh, the British version, and it is. It's, it's a lovely, nice family show to watch and very heartwarming. Um, it is. We really need your help, though, Dr. Chris Brown, because yeah. Abby Jane Coleman has been banging on about uh, you <laughs> and an episode of your amazing show, um, Bondi Vet. I was talking about, and I don't know if I've imagined this. It's not <laughs> like a dream, I promise. Um <laughs> But on one of the shows, and we haven't been able to find it, find it anywhere, but on one of your yeah. Bondi um, vet shows, did you ever give huh. mouth... No, I... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> okay. Did you ever give mouth to mouth to a mouse? Not to a mouse. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe... I... I've given mouth to mouth to a fly. Yeah, uh, that 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 did happen. Mm-hmm. I've given mouth to mouth to a rabbit. A rabbit could, uh, have, been, been a rabbit. could have been a rabbit. It may a have been a rabbit. rabbit. Yeah, it, it could have been <laughs> like, lots of puppies, lots of kittens. Mm. Like I've alive with a lot of animals. Mm. Um, 
but but never. It's not on my list either. Right. Um, <laughs> okay. There you go. Yeah. 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 You I imagined can, it. Maybe it was just a really small rabbit or a, a puppy. That's, <laughs> like, was it a puppy that just maybe gave birth? Maybe it was birth? a chihuahua. They look like I rats. I don't know. It was just like it was wet and just all like, and you were like, I've got this. And I was like, oh, what a man. It wasn't like, like it wasn't just like a new book because we we have I have done a cesarean on a on a, a chihuahua that I think was on the show before and it was and a newborn like puppy then it was, it was all wet completely wet <laughs> and and completely yeah very small uh, that could have been yeah. that could have been the one yeah it could have been that one it okay. could have been that one Thank okay you. Well, let's do some research and see if I can find mm. exactly that what you're what you're talking about here because now I'm intrigued and making sure I, have <laughs> I think you'd remember. I, I do feel like I would. I would. I've done a lot of surgeries on on mice. Mm. Yeah, you removed a tumor. I could find that one. Are they pet? Yeah. Pet mm. mice are a common pet to have surgery on. Like, I want to know what. I mean, I know that you're a vet, so there's no limit. Yeah, but what? Yeah, they they do. So the thinking is that because a lot of mice are used in, in laboratory testing and, and mm. also as sort of medical research um, into into tumours and how to treat cancers. Mm. Um, some of the genes that, that were developed, were looked at for breast cancer treatments, um, they they sort of stimulate in mice. And, and some of those genes, they believe, got out into pet mice. Oh. And so that's why pet mice are, are quite quite commonly do get um, do get mammary tumours. Mm, so that's, um, that's where that that's where that comes from. And that that's yeah, that's the like eighty percent of your if you're a mouse vet, um, your business is, is quite, <laughs> Sorry, you can specialise uh, in, in mouse. You just, just only do mice. Only do mice. Probably you probably want to diversify out to rats and, and mm. guinea pigs mm. probably yeah, rabbits. Different well. Otherwise <laughs> it may be a very quiet day in the office. Mm. Um but yeah, if you're a mouse vet, your your bread and butter is probably removing uh, removing tumours and um, and yeah, just just giving mm-hmm. giving treatments like that, trimming teeth. That's probably another one. Their teeth constantly grow, so that, so you got to trim teeth, which mm. is an interesting idea. Uh, mouse chat. You're you're a, a doctor, and I would want like I I think that you'd be able to uh, to treat anyone. But is it true that as a vet, you're not allowed to treat humans? Like if you're on a plane, you want mouth to mouth. Like, oh my. Yeah, well, it's gone. Um, but if you're on a plane and they're like, is a doctor on board, is it true that you can't put your hand forward? Um, I have I, been asked um, because you know, when, when workbooks my ticket, it, it has like doctor on the, mm. on the. And so if you're overseas, people don't realise you're a vet. And so I have had the tap on the shoulder saying there's a. There's a gentleman in you know, seat 34C who needs your help. And I'm like, I, I'm, I'm not the guy. Like, mm. I'm, probably, I'm probably not the guy. But then I think, well, you know, we we, ha- we share what ninety seven percent of our DNA with with you know chimpanzees and monkeys mm. and, and other primates. Why can't I have a crack? Like if I get a knockout, <laughs> yeah. isn't that good enough? I reckon what? that's pretty good. That's a pretty I good prefer thing. you than a, a, a foot doctor, what you, like a, a podiatrist. It's like a you okay, ma'am. Now the first question I have to ask you: Have you been desexed? <laughs> um, <laughs> you'll feel your nose, see if it's wet, and then yeah. you yeah. Very good. Very good at giving tablets as well. Okay. Um, I take temperature in a very unique way. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, a lot of things in my favour. <laughs> the Doghouse the Australia premieres tonight, 7.30 on Channel 10. Dr Chris Brown, thanks for hanging out. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stav, Abby and Matt. Take a moment to reflect. One of the silliest questions you can be asked or that you might ask someone mm, mm. is, are you awake? Because if you're the one asking it, you want them to be awake or they're about to be awake. Yes. 
You know, and if you're not, you have the option of pretending, but you're like, well, now you've just woke me up. Mm-hmm. Scotty started football again. Oh, yeah. right? And I sent him a text before I went to bed, seeing how it is, because the games are quite late and they're miles away because COVID has uh, stopped some of the seven aside or whatever he oh, plays. Oh, okay, seven. seven. Yeah. 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 And he goes, are you awake? Mm. I was like, what would you like to tell me? Oh, the footy was good. <laughs> <laughs> Update. Did you play well, babe? Yeah, no, it was really good to get back on there, you know? Cool. I'll go back to bed. <laughs> that, well, that couldn't wait till morning. No. Can't. No. Cat doesn't wake you up every time she has a comedy gig, does she? God, no. She just emails you the next day? Yes. Yeah. Well, Scotty can't email, so thanks. <laughs> but no, thanks. Are you awake? Yeah. yeah. There was a heckler and I hope to tell him to get out. <laughs> thanks, babe. Hey, a couple of times she has done that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm still moving. I've been moving now for like it's it's on to three weeks. Mm. You're gonna have a house Box is it? Totally. Actually we should have spoken about this. But yes, I'm gonna have a housewarming. Oh yeah. I've just changed my thanks but no thanks. So I'm gonna have a housewarming. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I just realized that the second day I moved in, I walked out, met my neighbours, and she was like, Hi, and I was like, Hello. And then as she walked around the corner, I had one of those what do you put the new bell babies in? The carrier of them around in? Like a, a carrier, just a yeah, ba- like a carrier. Like you got thing. out of the yeah. car. Yes. yes. So she had yeah. that, and the baby's staring at me, smiling, gorgeous little thing. Mm. And I was like, I like to make a fair bit of noise. <laughs> you do. You like to DJ. Is that yeah. balcony that you have? Is that communal or is that just yours? No, it's mine. That's a big balcony. She's a big boy. Yeah. So there's a lot. She a big boy. A lot of a lot of people could go out there. Mm. Um, there is a couple of big walls next to it, but then even Does that she night. Hate you already? Well, I don't know. Mm. It's a given. It's what a given. It's not a given. Her baby will be noisy. Yeah, but not like house. DJing. Mate, well, and you know what? It's not, you don't have to put it inside. It's a misconception that you have to be quiet around children. They like the noise. The womb is a very noisy place. But the baby does, but she probably doesn't. Yeah, but I don't want to. No. I'm not going to not live my life because you live in an apartment with a baby. That's true. Oh, that's a really ignorant thing to say, but hey, we've got a party. <laughs> <laughs> so, babies in apartments, you know. Thanks, but no thanks. no thanks. I'll come along to the party. I'll just walk out when I see her and go, oh my God. I'm leaving because about that, that was too noisy. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> it's good to have you back. <clears throat> <laughs> Did something terrible yesterday. I feel terrible. I'm a terrible person. Oh, yep. Okay. <laughs> Didn't have to agree so quickly. Wow. Find out what it is. I left my mask here at work. Oh. And on the way home, I had to go shopping, get the groceries. And I went, oh, God, I don't have my mask. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I went to the BWS because sometimes they just have them on the counter for sharesies. Yeah, they, they, they do have sharesies. Yeah, they do those sharesies ones. Well, the pack of sharesies, yeah, but you take your own You take one. Yeah. Yeah, right. No, you don't use it while you're getting you, your You borax. put it back when you nah, get to the not... counter and the next person can use it. Nah, it's sh- 100% sh- COVID safe. You share the pack. It's a sharesies pack. It's a sharesies pack. Yeah, it's a sharesies pack. And they didn't have any. So I was like, oh, what am I going to do? Did you jumper? No, I went to the chemist. They didn't have any. So I thought, well, I'll just wander around the coals and I'll oh, have no. them in the coals somewhere. You didn't. You, you, didn't. you look really bad when you're walking like, in. Yeah, you do. You feel terrible. Why didn't you do the midriff? Put your shirt up. Yeah. You have a midriff. You've got the body for a rocket belt. You look great, man. Yeah. Well, guess what I'm doing today. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.